number six of the Sesh Podcast. I am your host, Chris Mancuso. We have here on the screen, you can see my man, known as No Sleeves Gaming, a.k.a. Big Daddy Cam in the house, <laughs> to talk about esports gaming, the wild world of esports gaming. And before we even jump in, I used to get drunk as, like, we were both, like, 23 years old. And, like, you know the Blink-182 song, Nobody Likes You When You're 23? Well, that couldn't be, like, more true growing up. eh? They knew exactly what they were talking about. We were all just, like, down in the dumps getting drunk, like, four nights a week. I had just split up from my kid's mom. So any day I didn't have my kid, um, I would be at your house just getting drunk where you guys were getting drunk seven days a week. It was and, definitely, yeah, it was definitely the place to be. I, well, I mean, I, I don't know if it would be considered the place to be, but it was definitely a place. It was a place. Whether you wanted to be there or not depended on what kind of human being you are. Me, being a degenerate, I fucking loved being there. And back then, we were all obsessed. We played NHL. We were ripped it all the time. We would always be going at one another. And I remember Cam being so into video games and you saying, I'm going to play video games for a living one day. And me legitimately one night while drinking, I was like, bro, but like, what do you actually want to do? Like, you can't play video games. (laughs) And you were like, nah, fuck that, man. I'm going to figure out how to play video games for a living. And fuck me, you did it, man. So here you are, NHL esports streamer. You work, you get flown out to all these events. Okay, why don't you tell me exactly what you are? Because I still, as your buddy, was at your bachelor party. I still can't fucking make sense of it sometimes all right so i am a full-time uh content creator um mostly on focusing on youtube and twitch and i focus on mostly or mainly i would say 95 percent of the time on the nhl video game i started on uh new year's day on 2017 and i made a youtube channel started streaming and then got to the point where i made enough of an income where i could leave my job that i really enjoyed uh to do what i or to try to do um, what I really, really love to do, which is, you know, playing video games. So, um, it's been a little scary, but it's, it, it's been, it's been fine so far. Um, you know, obviously it's, there's stress involved. You're working for your own, you know, yourself, uh, yeah, which I, I had no, I have no idea on that, on that end. And like when I was getting into it, uh, leaving a job that I was at for like five years that I really, really liked, um, you know, was, uh, was a little odd and tough to do, but, uh, no, my, uh, my wife supported it and, uh, now here we are. So basically what I do on a normal, typical day, I'll wake up at like 8, 8 a.m., and then by 9, I'll, uh, I'll start streaming uh, live on Twitch. I'll be playing NHL from about noon, or sorry, 9 until about like uh, 2 to 3. The really end time, I don't really have a hard set end time. It's at least four hours. Um, I play a lot of MLB lately because MLB's gotten a little bit bigger, obviously, <clears throat> with the uh, NHL winding down for the season, regardless of what's happening in the world. Yeah, MLB um, was just ramping up, right? Yeah, the exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. And they look so. like they're going to be able to get their season going, yeah. which for someone like you who I know loves NHL and you're a hockey guy, believe me, but you also fucking love I baseball. I love sports, yeah. I love, love I love all sports. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a huge sports guy. We always have been. That's how we all became friends, exactly. right? It's like so, our love for being psycho sports nut addicts. Exactly. But yeah. So, so that, so then after I end my stream on like a Monday, uh, I'll spend about two, three hours making YouTube videos, whether it be on new content that's released in Hockey Ultimate Team for NHL, new cards that drop, or new like a new strategy video or like a franchise sim, lots of stuff like that. And then my nights are usually commentating esports events around NHL. Um, tonight, I at nine thirty, I have to do something on uh, League Gaming, which is North America's most competitive six v six league, where uh, six players on to either team. They're competing for, I believe it's 
$5,000. So they're doing their playoffs right now. So I'm the commentator for that. So I'll host their show from like 9.30 till about 11. And then I go to bed and then I wake up and I do it all over again. The one thing I'll say is, is that, that a cash day- gig? Uh, that one? No, that one's uh, that one wasn't a cash. That's me just trying to uh, the the For site the that brand. exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of that involved in your first year. So when it comes to like events, like last year I attended uh, the Gaming World Championships. That's going on right now. It's in the qualifier stage, but it's obviously being a little bit different. That's held in Vegas every year. So last year I went to Vegas. Uh, for the finals, and uh, that was a blast. Got to go to the NHL Awards, meet a bunch of players. It, that that was really cool. Um, this year, just um, just in January alone, so uh, I was able to go to Montreal to so their event, uh, Toronto. I did one of Toronto's broadcasts, and then I was my first ever hosting job where I was the host and play-by-play man for an entire broadcast for a professional franchise was the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I got flown out to Orlando. And I was the play-by-play man, did a full event, a little nerve-wracking, but it went really well. And uh, yeah, so now, obviously, with what's going on in the world, things really, really changed. Because right now, I would be getting ready to go to Toronto for the Canadian regional finals in NHL, and as well as Connecticut for the U.S., and then obviously Vegas. But that's not happening now, so uh, things are a little bit, are changing quite a bit in that landscape as far as, uh, as esports goes. But um, from a day-to-day job, it's uh, definitely starting to like settle into a groove here. It's not so much of finding out what to do um but uh no it's it's been really fun this first uh this first year now are there real rivalries like you get rivalries on the ice right like i can remember playing uh hockey as a kid whether it be ball hockey or on the ice and some asshole pisses you off and you just don't like them right you go up head to head against them and there's always one guy you just want to smash now do, do do guys actually get competitive like is there trash talk is yes. there is there disrespect in the esports game because i'm just diving into it um dean blundell who i do this podcast on his network and talk to him he's really like we're all interested into the esports world right it's such a crazy world so i figured we'd have you on in the early stages here to kind of get a get an inside look on what it's like and the first thing I want to know is, do guys talk shit? Well, okay. So think of it like this. Imagine when we were on that, or so when we, we used to play on a ball hockey team together, right? And someone would get mouthy, and you could handle it, right? Now imagine how much bigger you would talk if you didn't have to deal with the other person in person. It yeah, is so bad. It must so that, be insane. There, that is the, something that I kind of um, not pride myself on, but like. To, Add to, I think the best way to grow specifically NHL is because it's such a niche game and it's hard to follow and people outside of playing NHL want to be competitive at it. The, the only way to grow it is to um, get invested in a player, just like as much like as uh, much like you would get invested into a team. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be invested in NHL esports, you have to find someone and relate to them and find out who they are and what they are. And there, are, there's a few rivalries that, like, whether we're all boys, so you meet up at a land. So I've been to like, ugh, I've been to like 15 land events, and a land event would be where a tournament final is, and everyone meets up and they play their games for thousands of dollars, right? And all the boys are friends there. Like, I haven't met someone where there's been a rivalry or a, um, you know, a, a hatred that has literally led to something at a land. Everyone has always been nice. You get okay. some egos and whatnot, but there's never any fights. But online, while streaming, oh my god, dude! I can give you a link to a few streams that you can watch nightly. And if this dude, like dudes, lose just to randoms, they fly off the handle. So when they lose a biggie to the same guy over and over again for thousands of dollars, there's a few, and it's it's entertaining. Like that is that is when it's at its entertaining the most because no one likes to lose to their buddy. Now imagine no. if you're playing your buddy for you know five thousand dollars. 
and you're, you know, thousands of people are watching you or a thousand people are watching you, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, lots of people talk a lot of crap. Um, I mean, I do. Like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, do. And yeah. I, I'm an old man. I'm an old man, so I hate losing too. So there'll be times where I get mouthy. I'm not as I'm not as mouthy as I am anymore. But my thumbs are a little old. But uh, yeah, like, <laughs> no, there is definitely there is definitely rivalry to the point. These thumbs. There is, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, animosity towards people in the community. And to be honest, it isn't really among the top. It's among the second tiers. Yeah. Like it's who, among who like. The- who are your favorite guys? Like, who's your favorite guy to watch or, like, stream? Who's your favorite esports guy to watch? Okay, so, like, I have been blessed to be, you know, call some of these guys, like, my best friends. Like, I just went to Alaska to hang out with uh, the guy who came second in the Worlds last year, and he's one of my closest friends now. And What's we're his talking name? About, uh, John Wayne, sorry. John Wayne's from Alaska. Okay, dude, uh, he's signed with the, the Washington I... Capitals. Yeah, yeah, he's signed with the Washington dude, Capitals. I guess that's that a nice segue. Looks... That huh? guy looks like I love. I I always see you talking about him like mm-hmm. your friends. I used to play hockey when I was a kid, and there was this little shit with glasses, and he looks just like John Wayne. So every time you post John Wayne, it infuriates me. Like so, whoever the whoever the the Pittsburgh guy is, that's my guy. I that's want Junior Pens. That's Junior Pens. So that's pens. another guy. I'm a, yeah, I'm a Junior Pens guy. I want him to slap John Wayne around only because only because he looks like someone that I didn't like growing up, not because Dude. of anything personal. <laughs> If Absolute John Wayne lived person. here, man, he would literally be in our circle of friends like that. 100%. He is the same dude. That. He is the same. You know, he's one of my favorite guys, dude. He just, just loves like loves kid. his girl, loves his dog, loves Alaska, and being good at NHL. Like that's it, Amazing, man. And he's out in Alaska. That's really cool. He loves it. Yeah, dude. It, so so I went there. Their I went there. Guys, up. Do the Bruins have a guy? Do they have a team yet? Uh, see, so the Capitals kind of went out, and um, they're run by a guy named Jordan Zelniker. And so the Capitals are the most invested in esports, not just in NHL. So they actually have a NBA 2K League team in WizDG, but the owner of uh caps gaming and all of that ted leones is his son zach um, okay they, yeah, own yeah. Te- they own team liquid which is like the bit one of the biggest esports companies ever, like valued over at 300 million dollars so so we're talking that's like league of legends like stuff that's like like super you know at the top of, of video gaming and esports and whatnot so they have a lot more pull and jordan has a little more freedom i think so what he did this year, signing John Wayne and building building Caps Gaming as an actual brand, whereas these other teams are just running events mm-hmm. and uh, not really building a brand. So once the event's done, that's kind of it. Whereas what Jordan's done, Caps Gaming is a thing. Like John streamed with Kuznetsov, and he's done lots of events like that. And uh, and that that is that alone is done or has grown farther than all that. But so the other teams are kind of that's slow huge. on the roll. I just. Uh, I've been talking with uh, the Anaheim Ducks, which is unfortunate because as a Sharks fan, I, I'm not a big fan of the Ducks. But Ducks Gaming is part of my career now, so they are they are starting to grow. So I've been in conversations with them, trying to help them grow their brand, as well as uh, the Lightning. <clears throat> they are they are being run by or yeah uh, produ- produced I guess would be the word by a company that I'm uh, friends with the owners of. So they're the ones that did the Tampa Bay Lightning event, and they're they're the only ones that have like teams like gaming like gaming yeah man i'm gonna try to get some of these rich bastard ex players that i know down in boston i'm buddies with raycroft and paul maybe i can hit these guys up for a little dough and we can start the bruins gaming team and we'll sign someone 
Sign someone uh, to destroy John Wayne's entire city. No, I, I'm not just kidding. I'm just, I swear to God, though, him and this kid from when I was a kid, as soon as I see a man, it just brings you gotta in throw, that. You got to throw a picture of when you, when you do the editing. You got to throw the picture up on it. There you go. I find the kid, man. I forget his name, but it just like brings out like 13-year-old me. Like I can hear Limp Biscuit rolling in the background. I'm just pissed when I, when I, when I see it. <laughs> no, man, it's cool. And, you know, the events seem really friendly. I've seen you there making videos you got to go out to the nhl awards for this how did you get in contact with ea sports like you're you, so, you do stuff like that, right yeah so ea sports um that was probably one of the biggest moments in like my career was becoming an ea game changer um if ea game changers are a program of basically we have direct uh, direct um chats and conversations with the developers of the game of, of whatever we're a game changer in. So EA has many game titles, but so I'm an EA NHL game changer. So I have a chat that's literally like 16 of us, all the other game changers and the actual developers of the game. And then um, throughout the year, they'll bring us out to Vancouver where the studio EA studio is and yep. we'll, we'll test the game before it's launched. So we, we get a look and give our feedback and things like that. And we take feedback from our communities and what they don't like in the game, what they want in the game, and then we, you know, we relay that, and so it's not just like a, you know, hey, what do you want? And then seven thousand people, you know, all answer, reply on the same thread. Most of it's just complaining, not actually offering any sort of what they actually want. So, so yeah. So what I did was I started making content consistently, and I remember I, uh, the community manager for EA NHL. I remember messaging, being like, hey man, if there's ever anything I can do to help out. Uh, promote an event or promote the game or give feedback I'm down to help and I just kept doing that asking what I could do to help out and then one day I got an email after I got back from my wedding I remember I got back from my honeymoon and like two days later I got an email on being invited to the game changer program and that was that was awesome because that made it like legit so um, we it's it's a it's a really cool program I mean uh, it takes a lot of flack we're basically the punching bag for the community because like we're like tasked with like changing the game but we don't really do that we just offer our no, our suggestions sometimes, what you exactly think sometimes it works yeah. sometimes it doesn't you know oftentimes the developers are gonna do what the developers are gonna do they're, they're they're the ones making a video game you know um but there are things that we have you know some influence over and that's uh it's kind of our gig there so that's what i do with uh, ea anyways but specifically the getting to vegas and whatnot man last year i funded all that myself so that was Holy a shit. that was a risky um, you know, I had, I, I want to say maybe business intuition. So uh, I can tell, I don't know if I, if I can tell a story, how long, how long we have here, but, uh, you're good. You're good. Okay. So I went to, um, one of the competitors for the Canadian regionals, the, the Canadian regional, well, the European one was first. Um, and I couldn't go to there. That's I was in Helsinki. So uh, there was no way I was paying for that. So no. Canada was up next and someone that qualified was a subscriber of mine. He asked me if I wanted to be a guest of his to go to the event. I said, absolutely. So I went and he actually got kicked out of the event. So <laughs> how did he get I kicked out? Someone uh, informed the NHL of a hate message he sent them. So you think these kids hate or, you know, they want to, these kids get pissed off at each other, man. You know, this kid sent though probably the worst message I've ever seen ever to someone. And while the event's going on, someone sent it into the NHL and bing, that was it. So, you're, uh, so you're I kept my head down. Back. I was like, I was like, Jesus, because I didn't really know the kid. He was just a subscriber of mine. He just put me on his guest list. That was it. That, I really that was my first time ever meeting him. So I was like, oh, my God. So I just kept my head down so I didn't, you know, get kicked out or anything like that, right? Like, I, I didn't know the yeah. kid. So then the next one, the guy the guy that was the NHL representative, he's, he picks up all the guys in in um, at, in Connecticut. He picks them up at the hotel to go to NBC Studios where the event was. 
and uh, he's meeting everyone, and he look, gets to me, and I'm there with Junior Pence, the guy, he's the Penguins guy. He was my guest. I've been friends with him for two years. He's come to Niagara to visit me. I've gone to Pittsburgh to visit him. Um, his girl and Skylar are friends. So um, I went to, I was his guest for the regionals he had qualified. <clears throat> and he comes there and he looks at me, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Hi, hi again. And he's like, kind of like, give me, like, why the hell are you here? Look. And I, he's like, you got a lot of friends. And I was like, yeah. You know, and then that event, because I knew, you know, Junior Penns wasn't getting kicked out of event. He's like the nicest guy I've ever met. Um, <laughs> I just basically talked to the NHL guys and there's a few EA representatives there. And I had just gotten back from Vancouver. So I was spent lots of time talking to them and uh, talked to them for a long time. And then by the end of the event of that event, I had said, hey, the event and how it's running, you're missing out by not streaming. What happens is when they qualify for Vegas, they then get to draft teams. And these teams are what they use. Okay, so they get a list of players. But what had happened was when they made before the regionals, they also had to do it. And it wasn't streamed. So people just found out their teams. Okay, but kids love to see who the top players are picking and whatnot. They love to see, like, why is this player picking this as the draft's going on? So I pitched to them. I'm like, hey, man, why do you guys show the draft on stream? Like, why aren't you guys doing this? The NHL guy pulls me aside at the end of it. He goes, hey, so we're going to let you do the draft of the stream. Uh, next Wednesday. Are you okay with that? I was like, yeah. I was the only one that got allowed to do that. I was like, sure. And then he's like, are you going to Vegas? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas. And he's like, well, how would you like to mod the Twitch chat for the NHL? And I was like, sure, absolutely. I'll help out. And then, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how, but I had to pay for Vegas. Um, that, I mean, it wasn't that expensive to be honest with you back. I mean, the flight is only like 200 bucks. And then we stayed at the Luxor, which is the big pyramid with a buddy of mine, one of the biggest content creators, like over a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, uh, stayed with him. And then we went to go to the Who's event. Who's that? And it, you, uh, that use, one's, use the uh, name so they know. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's uh, Tactics HD. He's been doing it for like seven years. Okay. Uh, and that, he does that full time as well. As He's just a YouTuber, though. He doesn't stream. Okay. Uh, and the difference between YouTube and streaming, streaming is live. It's like a TV show. Yep. That's the best way to describe it. And YouTube is just, you know, once a video is out there, it's out there forever. So he does yeah, that. Yeah. He's one of the My biggest NHL YouTubers. Fortnite YouTubers watching exactly. the their Fortnite clips and everything and exactly. commentating over it and yelling and screaming. It's fucking brutal. Um, I, pr- I much prefer watching guys on Twitch than I do on YouTube, I would say. Yeah. For sure. I like yeah. I like the Twitch platform, man. It's really cool. It's really interactive. I, if exactly. you That's me, what it offers more. Is it if you would have given the most odds in the world, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, I never would have thought there would be a world where people are playing video games and actually making money to do it like this. I knew that it was like possible to do it, but I never thought we would see the world explode. And I mean, it, it, the advertisers are switching to online options as opposed to television and cable and radio. Huh. And we're sitting here in another 10, 15 years. Who knows if those if radio and TV are even going to be fucking around, man. So like, well, for funny me, you say that, man. It's funny you say that. Uh, yeah. Funny, funny you say that, man. Because like, so a new video game just came out. It's in a closed beta, meaning that you had to be invited to just play it, right? It's not even out to the public yet. It's called Valorant. And it literally broke Twitch's record for concurrent viewers. So viewers that are just staying on and watching it. I mean, the Twitch platform had almost 4 million viewers yesterday. That's like NBC numbers. That's, that's like NBC, that's, that's cable. That's cable. Exactly. News, major so, cable news in in America numbers, bro. Yeah. That's now, like you're watching a, a professional sport like the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? That's huge, dude. Exactly. So, I mean, like that now, obviously, that's a record. And it, it, it I don't think it's sustainable just yet. But um, it, the, the ability for the, a video game to draw now, I think COVID has a lot to play into that. Everyone's at home. So Twitch numbers are are very high right now, like just across the board. Everyone's at home watching, yeah. um, even the ones that work, right? You can have it on. You just like that's what I did when I worked in my office. I would when I was doing work, I would have some a stream on, and 
But yeah, so it's definitely it's getting to the point now where where it's it's crazy. Now these sports teams or, or sports franchises, I don't want to say not panicking, but they're they're definitely f- trying to find ways to create content in the absence of the actual sport being Absolutely, played. Absolutely, yeah. And man. some are doing better than others. Some are just doing as much content as they can. Um, and whether, regardless of what the result is, some are trying, you know, player things. And, you know, it's it's tough because, um, you know, some work better than others. Like, a lot of teams are doing, for, I'll take NHL, for example, uh, a lot of teams are doing Sims where it's like, though, you know, Tampa's playing Toronto, which Tampa was supposed to pay Toronto last Tuesday. So on Tuesday, they, they did the computer versus computer, Toronto versus Tampa, and then they allowed... You know, it's fans to go and watch it and they could talk and whatever. Yeah. And but but it really held no substance. Right. Like if you're 40 or 50 years old, you don't care about that. Right. So no, but yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah. this. So I love sport dabbling in sports gambling. Absolutely. So Bovada, Bovada or sorry, Bodog put a line on this sim of NHL a few days ago and it was the most entertaining thing i've watched in a long time because you have computer versus computer it's completely not random but like it dude, is though to an extent oh it is yeah exactly yeah. and you're you put you allowed to put money on it. it is insanely entertaining but a lot of the teams aren't you know advocates for gambling and things like that obviously so those no, the no. computer versus computer sims aren't very good so another another thing what a, what a couple other teams did so the capitals in the wild what they did was they had a pro player play other pro players representing the teams that they were supposed to play. So, for example, um, on Tuesday, last Tuesday, I was doing the ca- I did the Capitals and Wild play by play. So when John was playing for the Capitals, he would play another player, and uh, I would do the play by play for it and whatnot. And um, it was it would have been the game up. So like the last, I think the end of the season, the Washington played Minnesota, and I was doing both of them. So they the two pro players played each other, which which had a little bit more success than just the CPU versus CPU. What I think needed to happen or the best way to do it is to have a 6v6 and not necessarily focus on the players so like six players for six players it's called EA Sports Hockey League and you just have say the Boston Bruins is six players but they've got you know Marchand on the back and all that that's how you get the I think that's how you would get the you know the 40 to 50 year old demographic to be somewhat invested because you know a team of players it's not the computer but they don't care about, you know, random, you know, John Wayne on left wing. They they really don't care about that, right? Like No, no. The, obviously the demographic that pays attention to esports and NHL watch it, but I think that they're trying to Yeah, yeah, market. they care yeah. about John Wayne, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think in this sense, what teams are trying to do, they're trying to fill a void of content, what they need to do, I think, is um, you know, put players on, but put Marchand on the back. And then you're allowing those players to, you know, play, you know, and be at the forefront and, you know, shouted out by the Boston Bruins or whoever, whatever team. But then those 40 to 50 year olds are like, Hey, I'll watch this, you know, Marchand scored. Let's go kind of thing. Right. Like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I think. So I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes now, because obviously the you know, game world championships for NHL is for 160,000 or $150,000 this year. One fifty, Yeah. That's huge. And that's bad money, dude. That's that is, crazy. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And, and you know, now so, it's okay. all up in the air as to what's going to happen. Uh, there's no confirmation on, on what's going to, what's going to go down. Um, they're in the online stage right now. So, as of right now, nothing's changed. So, uh, you know, you have 128 players that qualified for each console per region. So there's Canada, U.S., and Europe. And then each of those regions, the top 128 from PS4 and Xbox, will play brackets to get all the way down until you have um, your final four, your eight, your eight players um, that will play at the regionals for that region. And now the regionals is is land. That's in person. So I'm assuming what will happen is... 
the those regionals will, will be online. played online. Those will play online. Now, I don't know what they'll do because the problem is you can't go any further than that because the Vegas finals is where the Euros come over. You can't play Euro versus Canada and, or or U.S. because the connection is just so terrible. Like, they yeah, literally yeah. – it would not – for $60,000 to first place, you cannot have an event like that. So – I don't know if it'll be postponed until COVID slows down a little bit, but the U.S. it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. No, definitely uh, not. I mean, it might it might slow down much more in Canada than it would anywhere else. But again, that's you know the finals is in June, so I think that's off the table because there's still no gathering until the end of June, even in Toronto. So no, they're not exactly. going to allow that. And not to mention yeah. these guys are kids. Some of them are kids. No parent is going to be like, yeah, sure. You know, what yeah. I mean? fly to the fly to the states on it, go to an airport, and you know what I mean, like. That it just won't happen. So I'm not sure what's going to happen to that event. I'm curious to see what goes down with it. I think the NHL will figure something out because this is like their flagship event every year. Yep. And it's only gotten bigger every year. So um, I don't know if they'll push it until – they can't push it until the next game because if they do it on the next game, then you're playing a whole other different game, which isn't really yeah, fair. Yeah, which well, isn't but fair you can't You can't do that. So August is really the deadline, and I don't know what they'll do. I there I would think that a possibility if travel restrictions are a little bit more lax, you would just fly the player and a guest, one guest to a location that is literally just the eight of or the you know the ten, 20 people in total. I don't know. Everyone and, has you know, to sit apart six feet. Exactly. But I don't know. Like I don't know because I don't think the NHL want that bad PR. You know. Who's if, the like, favorite this year? Who's the favorite? Does Nasher still uh, play, or is he just like Nasher, the, the? So Nasher's the host. So he's the uh, he's the uh, color analyst for the Game World Championship. He does a great job, and he's the biggest ambassador and, and creator in our in our uh, landscape by far. Like the so Cole Tactics HD. He's probably the next behind him, and he's got 110,000 subscribers. You know, Nasher's pushing 500 on youtube alone and then like 50 on twitch and twitter numbers are at 30k and you know he has tiktoks that are shut out by snoop dogg like it's just it's bananas like he's growing at a rate that i don't know if any other creator in nhl will ever grow and that's more because he's a hockey creator not just an nhl like he's signed by bauer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. signed by bauer so you know he does a lot of like hockey go gopro stuff that's how he really blew up and that's it's so much different because if you're just focusing on the video game that's one thing but hockey fans are much more broad than nhl fans you know what i mean like nhl hockey fans so. yeah definitely yeah no that kid's got a good brand and whoever's helping him run his stuff because i imagine he's not the only one making decisions is doing a good job oh no he's although got an oh yeah, yeah well but the nhl rap was the worst thing i ever heard in the history of time i was making a joke when you were doing your esports stuff i was like when's the rap coming because oh, my stepson yeah, listens it. to all these fortnite songs dude i gotta listen to fortnite rap songs by a bunch of guys called nerd out like i gotta listen to that shit all the time bro it's so bad like the like the fortnite guy ninja with his stupid blue hair rapping i just want to fucking smack that guy i hate that guy so much i i can't stand him if there was ever any guy in the video gaming world that i could eliminate 110 percent, it would be ninja he stinks i hate that guy oh uh, man he he is uh yeah he is definitely more pg guy now um i actually played against him in MLG Halo when I was with like oh, Darren. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, but he was uh he was like a mid level pro guy in Halo. That's when he started out and he exploded obviously in, in Fortnite and whatnot. Fortnite, but yeah. uh for as far as favorites this year, um it's funny. So in year number one of the Game World Championship in twenty eighteen, uh Finn named Eki won and he didn't lose a game in the qualifier, in the playoffs, in the Grand championship. Table. 
Yeah, and no one knew him really because Finns can't like Euros can't really play Canadians or Americans because of you know just connection, connection. and whatnot. So you never you never find out, right? So this kid dominated, and it was messed up how how absurdly good he was. And then the net last year, um, he he choked the game against John Wayne. He was winning against John Wayne. John scored a thirty seconds left, and then John scored again with like six seconds left. John and Wayne fucks. I love it. John, John Wayne is stone cold when it comes to the main stage. That is his thing, dude. I always give him, I always give him shit that, you know, he he isn't the best at anything when it comes to the game itself. But man, you get him on a land in front of kids and it's like stuffs on the line. He's like stone cold killer. Pressure player. Uh, pressure player. Yeah. It's great. And uh, but yeah, so but Canadians have done terrible at it. Which is odd because, you know, consensusly, obviously the top players are usually Canadian. This year, there's like a gap. Like the top four players in the world are Canadian. And this would have been the best chance for a Canadian to win. Um, there's a kid that uh, named Regs. And he is he is so good that it is uh, like a level. Like there's another guy named Nuke as well. Those two would be the top one and two. And they beat each other. But Regs really wins far more than Nuke does when they play each other. And like I don't know how he would lose now. Like it would be a no matter who beats him would be a monumental upset. But then there's guys that have been around for forever. Uh, Josh Fearless, he has been around since I played against him at UGC Niagara in 2015. Like Holy he is, crap, yeah. you think he's 24, 23, 24, and he's been playing like pro NHL since like he was like 14. So he's still around. And then uh, Young Garen, he's uh, an 18 year old like little phenom, I guess you would say. Uh, he did. He made both of the Game World Championships in 2018, 2019. Um, and still one of the best players in the world. And he'll, he's always really hard to knock off just because he's got experience. That's the one thing. Regs might lose because he'll get nervous, like nerves. Like, I don't know. But it's it's crazy. Like, he's uh, – I talked to him. I made a video with him just explaining, like, how he plays defense in the game and whatnot to my viewers to try and help them. Because that's how I kind of got bigger was how-tos and whatnot. And uh, yeah. he walked through some stuff that he does. And I'm like – he's like – all right, so I'm watching the far side winger. If he's right-handed, he'll, you know, then I know I need to cut in because he's open for the one-timer and this trailing defenseman, I can hit him when he comes back. And I'm like, dude, you're not even, you're not even breaking the puck out yet. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. that like, man, like it is insane to me what this kid can see and does. It's, it's messed up. So, uh, yeah, those, those four Canadians are definitely the favorites. Eki will make it again. Um, he's dominant. And then there's some U.S. guys like John Wayne. And uh, the champion last year was Top Shelf Cookie, who's one of the, one of my best buddies. He's one of the nicest kids ever. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's a threat too. So, um, But I think that this would have been the year that a Canadian would have won for sure, which I, makes me sad yeah. because, I mean, like it's been an American last year and it was a Finn in 2018. And uh, I don't know now if we get it. to be a Canadian. Yeah, hopefully we get uh, to, to finish this, man. And hey, I just want to say uh, thanks a lot for stopping by, man. Appreciate you. I know you've been streaming Buddy. all fucking day. <laughs> yeah, just for time to do this. Really appreciate it, man. I'm doing the sesh right now, like everyone else. We're bored, man, looking for content. I love Twitch, man. Personally, I have a good relationship with uh I interviewed like the GM of the Boston Pride. They're a female professional hockey league. And uh Twitch actually streams their games and got got like the word out there. And they started actually seeing a real difference within the yep. way that the business operated. So that was a massive bo- boost for Twitch like is, women's is hockey. A weapon, it's, man, it's, it's a weapon, man. People just aren't yep. People will get on it. it. It's already huge, but it'll continue to grow too. It'll yep. continue to grow. It'll continue to grow. Like old ass people like me are going to get on there, man. I love watching people play video games. I love Fortnite. I love NHL, bro. I love it all. Like video games are wicked, man. And they've never been better than right now. Uh, let everyone know before you go where they can find you and then we'll take off. 
For sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at No Sleeves Gaming. You can also find me on Twitch at www.twitch.tv slash No Sleeves 12. I'm, I'm live 9 a.m. until about 4 p.m. Monday to Friday. And on YouTube, I'm Sleeveless Gaming on YouTube. Awesome, buddy. Yeah, and some of those how to not suck at defense, how to not suck at offense videos have. Like, I've seen some of your videos with, with thousands and thousands, like 60, 70, 80,000 views, man. Crazy it's stuff. It's been good. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Yeah, man, man, I appreciate it. We'll get together soon. Maybe we'll have to have a few beers over this uh, over this Skype in the next little bit here as social distancing. Couple of, couple of waters? Couple of, couple of seltzers, buddy. As the new king of seltzer, <laughs> I'm drinking seltzer right now. Also, glad, no, glad to see, too, uh, you know, Cottage Springs, the vodka sodas? Those are good oh, yeah. as hell, right? So I did a review for them. They're sending me uh, a bunch of unreleased flavors that are coming that we're going to launch on Seltzer King. So I'm having a blast with that, too. So when <laughs> we can get go. uh we might have to do, like, guests for it to keep it uh, to keep it there dry, go. keep it good. So maybe we'll buy the same seltzer or some shit like that, That's or I'll send it to your house. All right, buddy. That That's was... Happening. Gaming, aka Cam Halbert, here on the sesh. Take care, guys.